0: Level Up La Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed.
1: You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up La Latina.
2: Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up La Latina podcast. This is episode 141, and today we're going to talk about travel hacks, credit card tips, and just any of those awesome tips that maybe you haven't thought about to get your travel lifestyle going and to do more travel for you so before we jump into that como estan chicas
0: Bien, con pilas aquí, this is our second episode, Um, we were just talking about like, oh my god, we have all these meetings today, and all these things going on today, and um, and Vero and my case is like, oh my god, we need a plan because our husbands are going to leave on a business trip, and we have to like deal with our children by ourselves, deal, sorry, I keep on saying deal, but we have to manage our household by ourselves when we're used to having hands-on husbands, so, uh, ahí nos mandan buenas vibras, por
1: favor. (laughs) I love that hands-on husbands. There's totally hands-on. So my husband's like looking into Las pro- Las Tres. Sorry to interrupt. Las
0: Tres
1: the they have good role models, you know? They have good people to turn to. They're like, oh, oh look, Diego has experience in this. Look at him, look at him doing this thing. You know, it's beautiful to see that, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he's like mm-hmm. looking into other par- opportunities. But think like, work is good for him. But I was thinking, I'm like, hey, dude, if you get a new job, like and you have to travel, like who's going to mo- miss who more? Like the kids, you or are you the kids? And he's like, fuck, it's a hard one to answer. Yeah, preparing to manage these children on our own. I'm just like, what was I thinking? Going for the fourth, but we're going to do this, girl. We're going to do this.
0: You got it. going to I'm like,
1: can I go with you to Miami? Leave the kids behind? No. Wow. Yeah. No. El, el mío se
0: va a ir a Chicago. Oh my God, want to go oh, back to Chicago. Chicago. We went to Chicago together. time. Gonna... He's like, I know, I wish you were coming. But um, I, I can't. I really can't right now. Me le estoy tratando de pegar a otro conference que tiene en June, New Orleans. I don't know. I've never been. So, a lo mejor me le
2: pego a ese. Ooh, go well, ahead. that's actually a really good segue because we're talking about there travel There you hacks. go. Yes. We're talking about travel hacks. And in fact, I've b- been to a few conferences where they got to come with me and my job was going to pay for the hotel and the car anyway. So I just pay the extra flight for him or his food is paid for, but my food is paid for. That's a very good tip. In fact, if you can jump into other people's mm-hmm. travel plans, why not? We've been to, where do we go together? We went to. We went to Detroit together because my work sent me to Detroit. We've been to San Francisco because my job sent me there once. Portland. We went to Portland. I was trying to remember the other one. Keep Portland weird. Um, Keep Portland weird for sure. I just got back from Seattle yesterday and I thought it was going to be like Portland. I should not have done that. Sorry to the Seattleites. Like you're actually very different. So I should not have pigeonholed the Pacific Northwest. So you're lucky Christian wasn't there. and uh, I know. He would have showed me an even better time. And we did go to really cool karaoke bar gay karaoke bar was so much fun but anyway you are in good hands today listening to this episode because we have collectively a lot of travel experience a ton that's one of our core values i feel because we're so into traveling here as a business and so I'm really lucky that I actually got to moderate this episode. So we're going to sprinkle all these different tips and we're going to be all over the place. Perhaps it might feel like a random episode, but it'll inspire you to travel. Start small if you're not a big traveler or start saving if you are a traveler and you need some tips. So I don't know if anybody wants to start with their favorite tip. Maybe we can start with the whole credit card thing. I think Vero or Susie. one of you had a credit card story to share?
1: We have a credit card that we use the Sapphire card, that is an awesome one because it comes with the priority pass, like program, the priority pass program is already on its own, its own thing, but this card comes with that and you get access to these lounges at, at different air um, airports and you get all that good stuff plus great points for travel. So that's one of our favorite cards to use. So anytime we, we buy anything, we use that card, we want to get the points. If anytime we travel, that card is on there, we use our card to like go into these lounges because When you travel with kids, even if it's a short flight, it's like the airport's hectic. This is a perfect place to just go relax, do your thing, change diapers, get the kids a rest, even grab a snack, something. It's perfect. That's one of our favorite credit cards to use before I was married and had a fancy credit card. My favorite thing was to just um, use my American Express card for paying things. And sometimes like my company, oh, we're not going to pay the flight. Can you pay your own and do all this stuff? So I'll be like, okay. Or I would a- actually ask the company beforehand, I'd be like, Hey, can I pay for the flight and get my my rental car? And then you guys can just reimburse me. That way I would get the points to be able to accumulate for more trips later and get rewards. So I would like sign up for all the rewards that you can get to like the Marriott and the Holiday Inn. And then also like American Airlines, everything that you can, like I would definitely sign up for because I'm like, well, you know, I'm, if I don't have at least a lot of points I can travel within the United States or within California. That's when I would go visit a lot to the Bay and I would just pop on a flight really quickly, you know? So I would benefit from all this stuff, but it's all um, having the right credit card for what you need. If there's, you have to just make sure you find the the right match because some credit cards give you cash back and rewards and some credit cards give you travel points. So just make sure you know what you're using what for And if you can work your way up to one of those Sapphire cards that also gave you the points plus the great conveniences and pluses of travel, go for it. I always recommend, I don't know if you guys are on this already, Irene, because you guys should, you guys are world travelers, either global entry or TSA clearance. That's like the best thing ever, ever. So that was always my number one thing. As soon as I, I learned about it, I jumped on it and it was like never waiting in lines, never anything. So that was always my best thing, my best hack.
2: Time is money, so you oh, save time, yes. so you save money. Good to know because, um, yeah, I we
0: had this note on here on our note Sapphire card, and I don't know how one of us added it because we were ta- we were gonna talk about this eventually, and, and I'm like, no, no, you are know, you are not free. we. But anyway, good to know because, um, I use one credit card, and it's and, and I do get cash back, uh, but I don't I don't have anything like this. So I mean, not that I travel a lot, and I I don't think I the last time I was on a plane was when I went to um to um, Palm Springs. And then the next time is again, coming, coming down. So these days I'm not traveling a lot, uh, but note that good to know my, my travel tip um, again, I don't travel much these days, uh, but I used to, uh, and I I think I reap benefits from like metal working working and I'm sorry of the points because i remember like staying at hotels or just i don't know i I remember i remember we used to travel a lot we talked earlier about going to chicago and um and so i I know i reaped benefits so get you some friends that travel a lot and and get some um, perks through their job or whatever that is that's my one of my tips Um, my second tip is to create a list of what to pack i have this ongoing um list that i've had i think for a number of years like ever since i used to travel more like pre babies pre husband and i have have it just in the notes section of my um on my iphone right yeah you too. and all then three, just, of us, yeah. right, all three of us and then i just look at it when i'm packing i've even like printed it out so when i'm packing and i cross things out once they're packed so that's my travel hack um i'll see if i can think of more as we as we continue the conversation
2: Thank you, Ceci. Thank you, Vettel. I know that with COVID, travel is different right now. So I get that. And maybe some people have been navigating that or staying away from travel or getting ready again to travel, but it's a big part of life. And maybe you're not a big traveler. So start small if you've been interested in maybe seeing more of the world and getting outside of your local immediate space. One of the things that I like to recommend for people is like Vettel said, to join the different rewards programs. I think too, when you are pretty loyal to different websites, you get a lot back from it. So I'm pretty loyal to hotels.com because eventually you get a free stay and I'm pretty loyal to Expedia. So I try to use certain search engines and make sure that I'm logging in and that I'm getting those points or those stars or whatever the system is. Like every time you travel, you shouldn't really be going to a different place. I know sometimes we do that to keep it cheaper, but we are missing out on valuable points or free stays and stuff of that nature. So like that'll join like the Marriott rewards. There's more general ones too, like Travelocity has a program. I'm on Expedia and those bigger websites I think are really great to join and they will kind of inundate you with emails, but I think it's, it's worth it for what you get back. Like Vero, We use a credit card that's dedicated to travel and we have jumped around if we needed to for credit cards because the introductory part is so cool. And oftentimes that first year you get a lot of money back. So we just wrapped up with a Discover card last year that gave us 17 grand back. So that was awesome. That was in cash. So it was a really great Cashback bonus and I travel at least once a month. So those those dollars immediately went back into my lifestyle and I didn't have to do anything different. I just used the credit card a lot last year on all things. So keep in mind, like Vittle said, where you get your points is really important. Like if you end up with a card and you don't realize it and you get the most bang for your buck getting gas. And you don't drive yeah that didn't work like so make sure that you understand you understand what you're signing up for oftentimes airlines when you're flying they want you to get their credit card and they entice you but before you sign up for anything google them and compare them to others i think like nerd wallet online and there's all these different companies i think credit karma does it too like make sure that you are getting the best card if you're jumping into a travel card like compare the one you're thinking of getting with the next three comparables and make sure you're getting the most points and that you're getting you know, the dollars that make sense for you. My husband and I personally like those that are get rewards back for any kind of spending to use on any kind of spending. We like flexibility personally, even though funny enough, we travel a ton. So you would think that we put all our money back into traveling, but that's not the case. Like we put it back into other things. So I like to use cards that give points in a lot of places, apps. I'm a huge proponent. And I feel in a lot of ways, a trailblazer when it comes to apps, because I will use the latest app. When I traveled for a whole year, I was loyal to Uber, no doubt. But every time I went to different cities, local cities had their comparable So like DD driver is something that they have, for instance, in Mexico, it's a Chinese product. I used it and it was often so much cheaper than Uber. So I'm very much open to new apps and next to go to get my groceries delivered, like I did here with Amazon, I use Rappi and Rapi is kind of all over Latin America now. So find those apps that are cost saving apps that compete with the American app and save some money that way. One really good example is I rented this car in San Francisco the weekend that I was with Ceci, I used something called Kite, K-Y-T-E. And of course, my brain went to right away, like, what's the latest app in this industry? And it's in the rental car industry all. And instead of going to the big ones, the Avis or the budget or the enterprise, which by the way, right now, because of the coronavirus are super duper duper pricey. It's really expensive to rent a car right now. I hear that it's a good time to sell your car because buying cars expensive right now more than ever before. But I was thinking to myself, well, how do I save on this particular purchase? There's got to be an app for that tip of the day, by the way. There's got to be an app for that. So I looked up the app, found an app, what I would have paid. I think like the daily rental, the cheapest thing in San Francisco was something like 150 for the day. I got the entire rental for the entire trip for less than 150, if I'm not mistaken. So it's incredible, but I had to use this different service that I met my driver at the train, at the BART. They had my keys. And you use keys that they partner with dealers to give you for the weekend or for the week. Or they also partner with rental car companies, actually, that are just sitting on the lot, you know? Makes so I got a brand sense. new car. We got this Kia. It was very, very inexpensive. Those cars were sitting there anyway. Mm-hmm. Think the car had like 2,000 miles on it. Wonderful, comfortable, easy. Then, because I used it in San Francisco, I used it again in Seattle. I told my niece about it. She was about to book a car. And she was like, what? Entire thing is only going to be 120 That's like what You would pay for a day i'm like girl and i got a promo code so we both use promo code new 30 the word new n-e-w so if anybody wants to rent a car lookupkite.com we're not getting sponsored i wish we were we should look into that they're not in every region but they're in big cities again it worked in seattle it worked in san francisco seamless they bring the car to you in uh, seattle they brought it to our condo they picked it up from our condo so that's kind of their shtick that they make it really easy they bring the car to you you don't deal with lines you don't have to deal with a traditional contract they'll fill up the gas at the end if you choose to just a fantastic service that works through an app so apps are the promised land i use them again like i said for everything i stored my baggage the other day somewhere and i said there's got to be an app for that and sure enough my baggage was stored at a liquor store and that liquor store is next to a conference center and that conference center knows there's a lot of travelers and so you pay seven dollars per bag so there's always a way to save money y'all because that's another travel hack what if you do want to check out early but you think i have my luggage with me We'll use a service like that if you're at an Airbnb that can't store your luggage. In major cities, there's services that we don't even realize, like storing your luggage at a freaking liquor store. Yes, it's possible. So look up the app. Use the promo codes. And my final, final tip was going to be travel during the tail end of high season or early on, right before it's going to become high season. That's a gamble. You might deal with rain, you might not get the snow, like it might not be the ideal weather. Never failed me, knock on wood. I often get really lucky when I don't travel during peak season or at the end or the beginning. I get tons of savings with traveling in that way. Again, there might be a little rain that I'm dealing with or not enough snow, but it's a great tip if you're going to be a flexible traveler. Some people are adamant about going during the peak season and perfect weather and I honestly have kind of rolled with the punches and I look at the weather, I obviously not trying to fly to Florida when there's a hurricane coming, but I'm not that serious about the weather, like others may be because there is some savings. I think I'm like, for
1: me, it was more like, I just need to get the hell out. Where is it cheapest to go? (laughs) You know, and I would like, look where to go. And sometimes like my favorite was like, I want to go anywhere local in the United States. I can get there within four to five hours. Where can I get, you know, do a weekend trip? So I would just go online and sometimes Google would help me do that. You know, we just put flights from LAX to wherever, flights from Long Beach to wherever, and you put your dates and it just pops up most of the stuff. Some airlines are left out of it. So you kind of have to go into their personal things. Like what would be the cost of America? But a lot of times it was like, I just want to get away for the weekend. And sometimes you don't put too much plan into it, but you could still save cash and do a comparison. Like where is it cheapest today to go? And it doesn't mean, you know, some of, you know, I have a client that's like, I want to travel more. And in her mind, when she thought of travel, it was constantly international across the ocean and all this. And I was like, you can, you can feel like a traveler within, you know, your local three states. She's an East Coaster. So, you know, you can drive, from virginia to baltimore to dc to new york to anywhere around there because it's super close so i was like have you you know maybe there's a place you want to check out that's really like a four-hour drive or a train ride and you've just never been and you've been wanting to go there i'm like start there don't feel like it has to be something international get yourself out either if it's a drive rent a car look for the app get a good discount If you live somewhere that has transportation where there's a, you know, a train that goes from one place to the other and it saves you time, it saves you having to stress about driving or even pay that extra amount of money for a rental car or some places have really cheap short flights. So it doesn't have to be where you're like, I want to travel. It has to be across the, you know, internationally or far away where it's too expensive and I can't afford it start small, start, you know, wherever you're like, eh, I've never been to Seattle. I've never been to, I'm like, wait, what have I not been to? <laughs> oh, I've never been to Yellowstone park. I can fly into, you know, Wyoming somewhere there and drive, you know? So it's these little things that you can figure out where to go and feel that you are traveling and it gets your feet wet. Cause then you start noticing, even for short trips, you'd overpack. You're like, Hmm, I shouldn't be overpacking with like this. Or you want to come back with Things from wherever you went. And you're like, hmm, if I packed less or more efficiently, I have space to bring back things that I might find that I like wherever I go. So I think um, start small. It doesn't have to be big. Don't be afraid of it. And start getting your feet wet because then you get addicted. And then you start traveling constantly. And then your friends are like, I'll go with you on the next trip. And then you start inviting, like, Irene's really good at, like, hey, I'm going to be in Costa Rica. And you guys are welcome to come join me in any of those weeks. And you're like, oh, fuck, can we work it into our uh, into our, you know, our plans for those for I those know. days. <laughs> I know. I wanted to go to Yucatan last summer.
2: So bad. Yeah. I know, I know. So I'm bad. thinking of going back to Seattle for the summer. Honestly, I loved it. I thought I would go live in like an island somewhere in Washington. It's so pretty. It's so so pretty. keep it in mind. Yeah. We're not gonna go far. We're not gonna go far, I don't think. But Vettel's was right about Google, by the way. Like what she said that you can be flexible and you can just put from LA to Asia, LA to Europe, and they'll give you the cheapest in Europe. But they also show you, which is really cool, Google flights, so it's Google.com slash flights, show you potential costs for different dates. So they'll show you the next yeah. month, the following month, and say the following month. And you're welcome to sort of click around. And I do that all the time. I click around. And when I travel for the whole year, I purposely picked flights that were the cheapest for the five of us if we were going to fly. And it's like, this is when we're moving, because this is when Google says we should move, right? And then recently, we used Hopper when we went to Cabo. My husband's a big fan of Hopper. I don't know if folks use that app. But you tell them where you want to go, you tell them when you want to go, and they tell you to wait. Because it's not the cheapest, they tell you yeah. buy now because it's gonna get more expensive. For Cobble, it works a lot. People get really good deals. Like just put it in there three, four months in advance. I guess in Southern California it works for us, those listening, and it'll watch the flight for you, watch around those dates for you, and then you get to buy at the best time. So hold, buy when the app tells you to buy. So that's hopper. But also Google has that algorithm where you can check prices. So save, save, save. We're all about saving. And when we say save. It's not only so that you can buy extra tequilas in Mexico when you finally get there. It's so that you can actually save that money, right? Put a little bit away. You know that you've saved through all these different hacks. And then that credit card is also helping you with your credit score. So we've talked about a lot of credit cards. We are not saying... Max out your credit card on traveling and never pay it. That we are not saying. So be careful of that as well. Because you don't want to get don't. back and then get all this right. All this interest, all these bills, and you actually just racked up credit card debt. So no make signals today. We want you to use the credit card responsibly, pay off the credit card. That's what we did diligently last year. We never carried our balance from one month to the other. So if you can't actually pay that bill off and you're like going wild getting all those points and wherever you go, you know, forever 21, you're like hooking it up, but then you are owing that money. That's not really a hack because (laughs) then that interest is going to pile up and you fucking can't travel and you can't really do it because you got to pay your bills. So careful with the credit cards, do your best. Here's another tip on the credit
1: cards and paying off debt. You know, a lot of us, when we get our statements from the bank, your bank will send you, let's say I specifically bank for one of my, it's um, Bank of America. So I'll get my statement and it tells me like, oh, take advantage of these things. And I always tear those up. I finally finally opened one this year, you guys. (laughs) And it was like, transfer your balance from a credit card to this with only this. And I'm like, why have I ignored these things for so long? Why have I done that? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to transfer my capital one stuff that I have into my bank of America. It's going to give me rewards. Okay. And then it's going to lower my I have no, you know, zero and you know any kind of fees until I have a year to pay off this amount. I'm like, can I pay off this amount within a year or can I pay most of it at least? Right. So I calculated everything. I was like, yeah. And I was like, why had I been super like anti-opening these things from my bank where it was something that could benefit me. So don't throw those things and just rip them up, shred them or toss them open it up, see if there's any information that you can win from and go for it. Like I feel that I had an ex boyfriend that was really used to using credit cards. Like he just was able to not pay them off, but he would transfer balances to help himself minimize the amount that will go up right on what you owe. So he was really good at doing that. And I'm like, Oh my God, why do you do that? I'm like, why don't you just pay it off? that's what, how I would think he's like, no transferred over. I have more time to pay it off. But in the meantime, I'm not accumulating more money into by the percentage, right? Cause credit card rates are what up to even like 21%. That's a lot of money. I mean, when you don't have money and you're borrowing it and not knowing that it's at 21%, that's a lot. So what Irene said about don't just do it and sin pensar, sad, like don't, I mean, credit cards are for when you need to. Right. And, um, <laughs> So I was like, oh my God, but a lot of people were doing that. A lot of my friends were doing that. Like, oh, I'm just going to balance, open a new credit card, transfer the balance over. This one's going to be this. And I have this introductory rate. And they were like manage their things that way. I always felt like, no, just pay it off. Like you can pay it off. I always felt like I don't want debt following me around, but it's a great idea. It's a great way to do it. Take advantage of it. Like for me, it was like, you know what? It's a few thousand dollars there. Let me transfer it over I'll save on the interest that I'll, be, that I'll be building and at least have time to pay it off within the year and save some money. So always look at stuff. Don't just disregard it.
2: When you said always, maybe think of that movie, that sales movie. What is that movie called? Anyway, they're always saying, always be closing, always be closing. I'm ABC. I like think that we're probably thinking, always be saving, mm-hmm. always be saving. So save your money, save your money for you, save your money when you travel. Ours will be ABS, always be saving. So, see, anything else to add about these awesome travel hacks or any travel regrets? Now looking back on things that you maybe overspent on as you were traveling. Actually, no. I know your travel hack. What is it? What is it? This is a good one. If you have family in a place that you want to go to, oh, yeah, and you want to stay for an extended period of time, I imagine you weren't paying rent. Tell us that story, yeah. We were paying and pan, <laughs> we'll say that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We so we were, uh, so no, well, before I talk about that, because I'm be that este, um, I do the tearing, but not for um, for credit cards, I do that, um, uh, with I get. I get statements about um, refinancing my student loan no sé tanto, and I'm like, Oh, I, I tear it up. Cause I get like one or two a week. I, I it bugs me. So I tear it. Cause I'm not going to do that. You know, it's like, it's, es un préstamo, ahí va a estar. it's like, it's a, it's a, it's, I guess it's an okay debt to have, not the best, but it's like, it's there. Ahí va a estar.
1: But maybe they can lower um, the rates, even if it's slightly. No,
0: but I, but you know, talking to the financial experts that we've been talking to, no, you know, as, as, it, it is what it is and take advantage of like, if you're working for, Oh, that's my tip, I guess. If you're working for like a nonprofit, uh, take advantage of that, you know, and, and enroll in those programs that are gonna, uh, pardon part of your, of your student loan in the long run. So that's my, my, um, money saving hack, I guess. Um, also I was going to say, if you, if you <laughs> don't forget about the, uh, rewards programs that you've, um, Signed up for because apparently I was, uh, I signed up for something through JetBlue and I got to pay only $6 when I traveled to LA last uh, summer, right? For, um, for our little reunion. I'm like, Oh, I guess I have points from, I don't know when. And thank God they didn't expire. I know they expired in su- in Southwest, but not in JetBlue. I was able to use use that and pay six dollars for my I don't know if round trip I think it was or maybe like 12 bucks I guess round trip but you know it was, it was not that so going back to what I re- mentioned um yeah so we were gonna be living in Mexico City and um my it actually worked out because my family in Mexico has like these units that they rent out and uh of course we you know we approached my family uh, asked my uncle like hey you know we're gonna be staying staying in mexico city we actually were lucky enough we're close enough to where L- luis was working at uh, during that stay and so we asked like hey tío you know can we rent one of your units he's like no como crees, you know aquí lleguen um again because you know as familia and we're like no tío como crees? and he's like no i eh, no you know como crees? no you know they weren't gonna accept our our um our rent money so um Still, you know, we would try to help and pay, I don't know, buy, buy in bulk, like go to Costco, um, you know, pagar in, in that, you know, that was our form of, um, of uh, paying rent, uh, buying in bulk, buying things that were needed for the home, like toilet paper, paper towels, like all kinds of things. Uh, and in pan, too, we'd always bring a uh, pan like once a week, Luis would go to this, like, oh my God, amazing panadería. Um, where the, you know, it's que you know, las panaderías en México no se comparan con las de aquí you know? So I'm just like, se me está haciendo la, agua abuela boca just talking. About, nada. Right? Para <laughs> nada. Know. And this isn't a random episode, but anyway, we would, uh, you know, always bring a, a, a bag of pan to los tíos. Um, and, and we'd joke like, tío, this is <laughs> la renta de la semana. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, that was, that was our travel hacks. You know, and ended up working out and, um it worked out great because um uh, well one i that was a year that i wasn't working you know so we didn't have that income and then my husband was like on a student income still so we were able to you know live live comfortably ustedes visitaron like we weren't you know no estábamos like como se dice like um Couch we surfing. Were, no, we
2: in no. living room. On no, the couch. no. Yeah, we, yeah. we
0: had our little, like, unit, um, uh, nuestro departamentito. Ustedes llegaron a otro departamentito. Like, that was cool. And um and then we weren't, like, you know, depriving ourselves. Like, we were, like, living it up. We were going to, you know, we were doing something each weekend, like, doing cool things. Um, We got to travel and all that. Um, And so, yeah. So, if you have, like, family, like, you know, que, que tienen el espacio, why not call them? Um, see if you can you you can crash for you know a couple couple of days or you know a week or whatever. Even if you don't want to see
2: them, just call them.
0: <laughs> yeah. no? Oh, you actually. You, yeah. we, we,
2: Our friend yeah. just did that. Christian just did that for a whole summer. He like house swapped, so he maybe well, that, he didn't have yeah. to see the people. He just swapped with them. So he gave his Seattle apartment to friends that then gave him an apartment in Miami, I think. And then where else? You guys remember? Like he went to like trying to convince him to come with You know, Barbara. Like this, like, Oh, he didn't want to. (laughs) No. I was like, whatever, Christian. That's a cost neutral saving. So you're going to pay rent in your own city. But when you're traveling, you're paying rent in another city while someone pays your rent in your city. So just that housing swap. There's an app for that. It's a good idea. You might as well swap housing and your rent is pretty much cost neutral. So
1: Um, I was going to mention like before there was Airbnb and before there was all these other apps that you can go into. When you would arrive to certain places, you could ask, like at least in Mexico. And I know when we went to Cuba back in the day before, you know, it became a little more accessible. It was, you can mention that you wanted to stay in Casa Particular. And and they would book you automatically with a family. So it wouldn't technically be a host family, but they would let you stay in their home. They wouldn't be totally involved, but you can pick a package. You could be like, do you want just access to the house to be able to leave? Um, you can also do breakfast and dinner or breakfast and lunch. And it was really, really cool because it it was less expensive. I mean, we were traveling as students back in the day. So we're like, yes, Casa Particular, have them feed us, please, because we'll save money. And you can, you can figure out a way to just like make that trip happen on a lower budget. I remember I had, I think I flew to Cuba and they spent a week there for like less than $200. So also like wherever you're at, like that trip from Cuba came out of nowhere while we were in Cancun and we were walking by a travel agency and we saw flights to Cuba, something pesos. And we're like, wait, that's like in dollars, super cheap. Let's go in there and find out. So we're like, yeah, let's go. I guess we'll stay. (laughs) We'll stay down here till our flight, take what we have into Cuba and come back. And we did that. And it just made it very convenient. So maybe planning out the way you do it, like how you were doing, Irene, It's like you're in a town, like, okay, where can we go to next? What is going to, you know, what is the most efficient and cost-saving way to get there? And you can visit another location from where you're at. So, you know, maybe plan from that location and get some ideas from there.
2: In fact, Vero, you said the Jocasa particular thing. Like, it's very true. Like, in Cuba, we did the same thing where the woman provided internet cards for us. She provided breakfast for us every morning. And we decided to do that in our Airbnb in Cabo, we just kind of asked the woman who would come in and check on the house a couple days a week if there was anyone that would be available to potentially cook for us. And she was like, I absolutely would be available to that. So she would go to the mercado. We would give her not a lot. We were a family of maybe 12 people and I think it was like 50 bucks one morning, maybe 60 bucks another and like 40 bucks another. So that's, for all those people, really inexpensive breakfast. She would do the shopping, she would do the cooking, she would cook there. We had these delicious meals in the morning. Such an easy way to kind of get up and get going we didn't have to think about where everybody was going to eat and we do like oh tomorrow's green pozole day she's going to make us pozole de guerrero you know or whatever it was so it was like chilaquiles one day pozole one day and then i think she made us enchiladas one day or something like that maybe that or sopes. she made us sopes the first day so three meals very economical meals we felt like we were at these fancy dancy restaurants and really it was in la casa que estábamos which is in and of itself a really beautiful home with a great environment so find ways to save by just asking asking folks where they can help you save like ask those questions at the Airbnb like Vital said ask wherever you travel ask at the airport ask about these savings that don't just go with what you see, because oftentimes that is the tourist trap. That's expensive. Like the cab driver might actually be the most expensive route. So why not jump on the train? Why not? My jump cab on the cab driver bus? was I, the cheapest
1: route. Took us through all of there. Wacca, you can see, you, you know? never
2: know, you and never gave us like, like a half a brick of, of weed. That table. was perfect. Perfect. See, you just gave him <S laughs> what you needed to give him. You because <laughs> We don't even think about like the metro is way inexpensive. Jump on the metro. Like everything we're doing when we're traveling is a hack. Getting from point A to point B. The cab may not be the cheapest or in case, it was the cheapest. Always within means, always stay safe. I'm not telling you to be in the hood on the bus, completely uncomfortable because you're trying to save 30 bucks. Like definitely do things within means, but ask those questions, ask away. What do locals do? How do locals get around? How safe is it in the way that locals get around? Vero's got a story. She's laughing.
1: Uh, so quick, I stayed in Jamaica, Queens, the ghettoest place ever. But I found we made a last minute decision with my girlfriends like in 2000, to ring in 2006. And we're like, let's go to New York for New Year's. And I found like this ridiculous deal, but I didn't realize how ghetto or how like pretty much like not on the fancy side Jamaica, Queens was until we got there. So I remember like learning how to take the train in Jamaica, like from Jamaica, Queens into Manhattan and everyone thinking like, where are you guys staying girls? And we're like, Jamaica Queens at the Hampton Inn, (laughs) you know? And they're like, what? Like, and you guys are on the train. I'm like, yeah. Like, they're like, oh my God, you guys are going to die. But I was like, nope, we spent, you know, it was like a, I think we last minute deals with plane and our hotel in Jamaica Queens was like $275 for New Year's Eve. So I was okay with saying the hood. I mean, That's a great you deal know.
2: if you if you don't mind dealing with the it may be a little touch and go. It may be a little touch and go. I right? mean, that we didn't know any better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, fuck yeah. hey, it's New well, York. We
2: have, when we went to New York to do the whole New Year's thing, we were living at, I guess, Ada and Tanya lived together, right? Is that right? Am I getting that story right? When they did Teach for America? We lived with them. Their landlord was a cop. So it was like, the best experience because he like walked us right up to the ball when it dropped and we were like escorted in. And that was an amazing experience. And that was a great deal. But on the flip side, the girls needed a vacuum. So all of us staying there, all of us girls cramming into the room in college, decided to pitch in for this vacuum. And then whoever was carrying the money went and got mugged. Literally got mugged in Spanish Harlem. I don't know if you guys remember the story. We were told you to this story. Yeah. I didn't know the story. Yeah, poor Liz nah, so we came back all freaked up. Yeah, it was Liz that got mugged. Mm-hmm. She was carrying our vacuum money. We had all pitched in to buy this vacuum for the girls. And Liz, yeah, and she said she got mugged by this young kid, like a 13-year-old, what? young-looking guy with a knife, I think it was. So, you know, part of these travel stories are some of our regrets and some of the ways we save. but it was questionable. So careful, careful, careful. That gamble is kind of a high one. Another gamble that I think is not a high one you might want to try is just being the first person to stay in an Airbnb. You're the first review, so they're pretty cheap but you're also the first guinea pig so there's stuff that's missing you got to be patient the place may actually be a mess and falling apart I've tried that before because sometimes there's been limited housing for instance when Argentina we tried a place that sounded really great location wise but no one had ever stayed there the pictures were a little questionable and sure enough we got there it was freezing it had very limited furniture we were like cool we all kind of slept in one room with like the one little space heater but that was the gamble we took because it was one of the only places available but it, it was in such a gorgeous area we really wanted to stay by this really popular um, avenue and it was right by the Four Seasons. We can go on date nights at the Four Seasons. So there was a give and take there. Like We only booked it for a week. So if you are going to do something that's a bit of a gamble, don't commit long-term. For us, a week was short-term because we would stay in places for a month. But if you're going to, for instance, go somewhere for a week, you might want to only try that one place that seems like too good to be true for the first two days. Like don't come into the week because you never know. You don't know if you're going to get your money back. It might be a great place and maybe you can extend it. I mean, there's some questions that have to be asked, but you can often get a great deal as the first person to stay anywhere in an Airbnb. I've tried it in a couple other places where it worked out just fine. I was happy with the deal. I was happy to give a really great review on the front end to a place that was just starting out as an Airbnb.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. I know we have to wrap up, but we that happened to us in Chile and it was a terrible place. We felt bad for leaving we had already been charged but we're like we're not going to have a good time here and we ended up in a hotel and the thing is you have to kind of take that risk and we had you know booked for the entire week that we were there and we had to just cancel it and ended up in a hotel so just know the risks and be okay to walk away
2: yeah be okay to walk away and i'm sure that you guys ended up having a great time and they probably gave you somewhat of a refund hopefully good so let us nodding in our yeah, head that full yeah. refund yeah there you go. Full refund. So advocate mm-hmm. for yourself. Don't settle because you think like I already spent the money. I guess the biggest lesson is ask away. Ask away. Get creative. Ask those questions. So Susie, thank you for sharing your story about Mexico and how that all worked out. And next time you come over here, I would like for you to pay me in bread. Um, <laughs> I, will, I estaré en dos semanas. Con, Exacto. Con uh, thank you for sharing your awesome story about Jamaica, Queens. I'm glad you made it out alive. And no offense anybody who lives close to Jamaica, Queens. And if anybody has other questions, again, collectively, we 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 can talk about travel all day. It's one of the best things we've ever done together as individuals. It's where we've built our bonds and our relationships. And so we'd love to share this with all of you. Any questions that you have, how to start small, all these apps that we very quickly rattled off. We're happy to give more details on. Our email is admin at level up If you want to send us questions about this episode or any episode that we've had in 141 episodes, if you want to hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, our handle is always at level up please, you know, share some activity and love there. comment on this episode or others, share our episode. If you enjoyed it, especially if you're homegirls and you were trying to get out and travel more, you and your boo want some of these tips, share this episode and then find us as well on Twitter at Latina underscore up is our handle there. Otherwise it's been a great session chatting with my lovelies. We will see Ceci pretty soon before we do another podcast episode. So that means that our next podcast will be together. We will be together. Yeah. 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 Those tend to be the best. So send us, please, your recommendations for a topic that you want us to cover together. It could be a tipsy topic. Maybe we'll have some drinks in. Maybe you want a serious topic. So we'll do it first thing in the morning. We're willing to take your direction. You lead us, listeners. And thank you for being here today. Chicas, os quiero un montón. Os quiero. Besitos. Se Besos.
0: Ciao.